Welcome to episode 70 of Sound Out Wave, the first podcast to reach planet Earth from Cybertron. I'm Nell, and I'm great at Transformers. And I'm Greg, and I'm getting better at Transformers. And this week we discuss Till All Are One, issue 9. This is a heavy cover. Look at this is intense and beautiful. It's exactly those two things. I'm with you. Yes. Intense. Check. Beautiful. Check. It's, yeah, we have our Mistress of Flame and we've got Chromia. And I remember when this uh, was first shown, like was first. Right. The solicit dropped. Yeah. Yeah. And I was into it. I think everybody was into it. And of course, I'm friends with the artists of these covers, so I'm especially <laughs> into it. She's just, she uh, always kills it. Sarah, I don't know if you're listening to our show, but God, I hope you are so that you can hear me say, you're so amazing. This is beautiful. I, I really like, because Chromia is not like, uh, Chromia seems like a pretty normal size bot, maybe even a well, little bigger big. than a lot of bots. Yeah, like Chromia is yeah. like pretty big. And like the Mistress of Flame is a oh, solid so two, huge. three feet taller. Oh, I love how big the Mistress of Flame is. It's like I love it. Megatron Magnus size is what we're Oh my God. Here. Oh, damn. Let's get her next to Megatron and Magnus. Let's get that like sitcom going. Please. Let's get Dear. a reverse threes company. <laughs> Okay, that's it. We did it. That'll be it for this episode. <laughs> well, thanks for calling in. Thanks to our Patreon subscribers. And, thanks. Yeah, uh, thanks everybody. See you next week. Uh, no, yeah, I, I, that big old hammer is just what it. Yeah. Again, got, it's every time we talk about how cool her design is, but it's real cool. It's a great <laughs> she, design, right? It's just what happens anytime the Mistress of Flame shows up. You're just like, yeah, there she is. Uh, here's the <laughs> chunk of time we're gonna spend talking about how baller she looks and just how cool she is as a person which we get uh, to see more of luckily in this book hell yeah she pulls some strings i love oh, it jeez she's good um because yeah let uh if if we'll uh hop back and take a take a look back at where we have been up to bring us to this point and um wasn't a great stuff. note yeah. we left on yeah yeah it, it was a little little rough last time um we of course had our hero Windblade, and they all had the really great plan to save uh, <laughs> Cybertron, which is being attacked by uh, zombie titans, basically. Mm. And they were like, "We need Carcer's help. I'm gonna go." Windblade said, "I'm gonna go <laughs> talk to Carcer and get him to help us out." I'm really he, good at speaking to cities. She's so good at it. She's like, Alita says he can't come out and play, but I'm going to sneak in through his bedroom window and get him to come out with us. <laughs> uh, and that was bad because it yeah. turned out. Right. It turns out he's a bad boy. He was grounded he, for a reason. He was grounded for a good reason. He used to be the, he. he's actually the Titan Vigilum, who is Liege Maximo's Titan, who then, and he woke up, he was sleeping. Right. And turns out he's way handsome. So a lot of like crazy wild stuff happened last time. Uh, Carcer ended up being Vigilum. They killed him. Alita mm. killed him. Uh, while Windblade was still attached. Right. And that's the big drop that we had there at the end. Yeah, presumably um, Windblade has passed and is dead, which is... Yes. Oh, very upsetting. Super upsetting. And like, and it is hard. And that's where it's hard to put too much weight in these things, of course, because we're reading comic books and you're always like, yeah, but how dead is she? Really? <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, we're getting Bumblebee back, but I mean, sure. everybody certainly oh seems God. to be acting as though she's dead. Yes. In this issue, we get, yeah, some, some beats. Um, but I love that you just said that. How funny would it be if Starscream all of a sudden also had Windblade like, yo, what up, thug? <laughs> and like, she's also oh going to like ghost him. There's just a full like uh, great chorus of Bumblebee <laughs> and Windblade and Shockwave. And, oh my gosh. Uh, Skids is there. And he's like, hey guys, I don't even know most of you. What's up? <laughs> Hi, I'm Skids. He like goes right up to Shockwave. Out? Who he yeah. won't know who he is, but I don't know why for a second. I'm like, nah, he'd be meeting this guy for the first time. Um, I love this idea. I want this sitcom right on after Three's Company. He used to work with Shockwave. What? I wasn't even... <laughs> oh my god, this is... Yeah, I love this. We are full of great ideas in this episode. Uh, uh, we yeah. have not even gotten into we the comic didn't yet. even get to the comic yet. So yeah, uh, that's our that's our uh, our great 
a very thorough flashback for yes. everybody listening. And um, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna hop back into it after. So now we're dealing with the aftermath of all of that, and uh, we open up here with uh, fucking handsome Starscream. One one of my favorite things that we get in these comics, and there's a lot of my favorite things we get in this particular issue, is yeah. Starscream doing his job. Is oh my like, god, it's it's so blessed. good. He's just presiding like totally dispassionately <laughs> over this court case. Does oh, not want to be here. No, of course not. I feel him. Again, then this has come up on the show before, but like I feel such a kinship to Starscream in certain <laughs> aspects. And then I was reading this issue and I'm like, yeah, here it all is. Reminder, not too far away. Um but yeah, he's the ruler of Cybertron, so he has to oversee this trial of we're finally going back to the events of issue one of right. Solar R One, wherein um Onslaught essentially got a Decepticon killed. Onslaught pretending to be a badgeless got uh, a decept he was the drunk Decepticon. I right. tried to go back, I was like, Did he have a name? They just call him Drunkatron. So no. Um <laughs> I'm but glad so that that you did that because I was reading this and I was like, I almost remember this. Uh, it's, <laughs> yes. it's definitely a callback, but yeah. So it's been a minute, and by yeah, so it's been a while. Um, there have been yes. some other events going on that would <laughs> right. preclude a Things trial. Got occurring. a little kooky, and then it's like, oh yeah, shoot, we have like actual domestic stuff to do. Okay, come on back, everybody. <laughs> um, so this is the the trial for the other badgeless officer who was there when or who who shot the Decepticon. So he's the one on trial here. And that's kind of what's going on here. He's being cross-examined um, or whatever. This Phoenix right. right. That's all I know when it comes to law and order. Um, but so Starscream's overseeing this and he does not care. He's so tired. And he lets us know right, right away. He's like, I barely even sleep. And um, now I get to sit here listening to this trial I don't care about. He's fallen like hands, face in his hands, like just... <laughs> he seems a little hungover, to be honest. <laughs> I could see that. A little hungover, very sleepy. Yes, We've all been absolutely. here, where you're like in at work or in class or whatever, and you're just like, I can barely even keep my head up. Um, but yeah, so this trial's occurring, and as Starscream is not paying attention, he gets called out for it by his beautiful imaginary friend bumblebee yes bumblebee is telling him you're not listening and starscream <laughs> is letting us know via uh, caption which is yeah. to say internal monologue narration i'm not listening <laughs> <laughs> he confirms it immediately be as right. correct i mean he knows everything going on here he's just presiding there's a really cute little moment where the other lawyer is shouting objection he's like yes i get it please don't be so loud <laughs> Right, just, just, shh, God, you're so loud, he says. Which, yeah, so there it, there it is where it does kind of sound like he's hungover. Um, but yeah, no, he's just bored by this. By this actual trial that is happening in a court of Cybertron, and baby, maybe you should be paying a little bit of attention. Right, um, this may set precedence for future cases. <laughs> come on, darling. Uh, but then, so then, but we flash back on kind of what's happened. We, we right. take a step outside and we can see just the destruction. We can see Vigilum's uh, remains, his his body, and he was left kneeling. Um, and other corpses around. We can see poor, poor Metroplex still, still prone on the ground. Um, it's tough being Metroplex. Poor Metroplex. We love him. And they have like a host of city speakers like, okay, we got to yeah. get Metroplex online. We do not have Windblade. Rally uh, the troops. A whole squad of city concierges ready to attend to Metroplex's every need. That's which right. Which is many at this point. Um, so many. And yeah, Chromia is back in jail and says she turned herself in. Right. Um, Starscream we'll says, what a dumbo idiot. <laughs> right, because Metroplex freed her because he was like, hey, right. my need girl help. needs help. Yeah, please go help her. So he freed Chromia and Chromia ran to Windblade, of course. That's where we see that really beautiful embrace at the end um, of the previous issue. But yeah, she turned herself back in. She was like, okay, Ironhide, I'm back. Um, toss me back in the brig it's um, it's every every action movie where the cop comes up and says look you're a scumbag but you're the only one who can help us solve this case that's exactly uh, what it is and chromia said i'll do it but not for you i'll do it for windblade uh, of course and so now she's back which so is so now she's back behind yeah, bars where she heck belongs of a sense just of kidding honor. um <laughs> 
But, and then we can see, um, we're just, which is, now we get into some interesting, like, nitty gritty details. Right. People have to rebuild. And you're like, I oh, I super dip. love these, like, tiny domestic, like, yeah, it's uh, these arguments. Like, yeah. Yeah. They're like, hey, my house is supposed to be this big. You're, you made your wall too close. Um, and just, yeah, arguing over about, like, square footage. And it's adorable. And also, like, <laughs> oh, geez, this is a mess. It's it's very tough running a city, is what I have learned. Yes, I yeah, it's, um, yeah. This sounds like it would suck. Um, and there, but uh, we do learn also that they're getting a lot of parts from Carcer from Vigilum. The right, they can scrap what they need out of the mm-hmm. Titan that is defeated now. Yes, and uh, and then when uh, eventually they're going to turn him back into a ship because there are people who live on. Car- Carcer, um, and uh, and he he makes a remark about uh, leaving it to Alita to pilot a flying corpse, and then he says, "Speaking of corpses, uh, we won't get into that." And we just see a quick shot of Windblade's limp little hand. Right, um, oofa doof. Ooh, Lee Dooley. It's pretty heavy, um, but yeah, like he says, he's not. He's he's leaving that for now, um, which is interesting and which I like. Right. God, we get we get. I just, I really, really love Starscream in this entire issue. There are a couple really great points. The entire issue is so good, but there are some points that you're just like, yeah, I, I, I want to discuss this a little bit further. Um, but we do, we kind of hop back over to the trial and this poor little badge. <laughs> He's getting super grilled. Uh, yeah. So it's great because it's very like, I don't like praising Aaron Sorkin, but when people talk about the things they like about Aaron Sorkin, this is actually doing that stuff well. It's like good courtroom drama, and Mm. everyone has great lines, and like this guy looks genuinely terrified, and the lawyer is shouting objection very loudly, which is always great. And Starscream is like, yes, okay, indoor voices, please, let's tone it down. We get (laughs) it. it Objection. Gonna I'm just going to get you a button to push. Yeah, there you go. Take that 11, turn it down to about a 5. Thank you. <laughs> and the Badgerless is pleading now with Starscream. And just, he's asking for someone to believe him. Um, and of course, yes, the other, the, the defense? No, the prosecution. Right. It's like, nah, you're full of it. And of course, Starscream knows. He's like, nah. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's like, this guy doesn't have the spine to be the guy. That... Right. Somebody else was in on this, and it was probably Onslaught. Uh, and then Starscream says, like, but it doesn't really matter if this guy did it or not, because everybody wants him dead, and that's kind of what matters here. And right, which is, yikes. Yeah. I mean, that's court of public opinions, I guess. Uh, mm-hmm. Even Ironhide wants justice, he says, which is interesting to see Starscream considering what Ironhide wants. Yeah. No, absolutely. Um, it's I'm, I'm so thrilled that he's our narrator this time because it's been a minute since we've yeah. had a really great insight into Starscream. We've, of course, had wonderful moments with him. Um, but yeah, this is the first time in a while that we've just been having him kind of lead our story. Right. Especially because like after the huge, you know, heist stuff with Windblade and leading everything and all the Titan stuff, now that we're kind of like put back in, oh yeah, this is a story about politics. Yeah. It's really interesting to see how all of the fallout of this big action movie that just happened is affecting the ongoing state of affairs. Yeah. Like so much of it comes back down to rest on him or on other things that he, for which he is responsible. It's really, yeah, it's, it's very, very cool. Um, And again, that's why, I don't know, Till R1 is really great. Like what a great title in general, because it does hop between narrators and who we follow, but it always does very well. And I think that uh, America does a very good job um, in speaking in the different voices too. Absolutely. Everyone is very clever. They're all clever in ways that make the obvious who is being clever. Like you would never mistake Windblade for Starscream, for Chromia, for, you know, certainly. Yeah. Alita. Yeah. Um, And it's, I just really enjoyed this, uh, this sort of like there's a the the common conception amongst quote unquote comic book fans, which is not to say necessarily Transformers comic fans, is mm-hmm. like you need a big battle, you need high stakes action, and you need it by page seven, and this is like 
way more compelling to me than oh yeah not that like we haven't gotten that and it's been great like all the action stuff like the cool crazy heist uh, infiltration yes. was really great storyline and that was all rad but like this is also good right. stuff that i want yeah and i think that that's um i mean and i think and this goes across the entire transformers series right now like all of the titles has this like they'll all kind of ebb and flow and how chaotic they'll get or like how chaotic isn't the right word um but just like action-packed and then they'll right, you know yeah. and then we'll bring it back and then we'll deal with some fallout and that isn't yeah i don't know I, I think that it's just all being handled very well and i like that it's spread across three titles right now so that they're all kind of Right. Flowing and, with one another. Yeah, they all get their and own space to title. explore and they are able to have breathing room within that yes. space. Yes. So yeah, it's 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 very cool and it's exciting to see this progression. And then yes, like you to bring us back to your point, this issue in particular where we are now taking that breath. Like we've we've been swimming and we've been in our crazy battle and now we are taking a moment to uh take a beat and breathe. Um and that brings us back to back to the book and the the moment <laughs> at hand, which is uh, Rat Trap enters our kind good of like, buddy, our favorite little boy. Here he is, our favorite uh, little rat. That's not our, true. My favorite no. little rat is a little Australian giant man. Um, uh, I like Fivel. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? He's a mouse. Uh, rat Trap goes west. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm I'm sure there's a difference between mice and rats. Don't tweet at me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, everyone. <laughs> uh, yes, Rat Trap is saying like, "Hey, kind of need you for something over here." And Starscream is like, "Thank God, everybody, Yo, take yeah, five. Oh boy, yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll call you guys when I want to talk to you again. Great, bye. And so they, and yeah, Rat Trap apologizes like, "Sorry, I know I shouldn't." And Starscream was like, "No, God, it was so much yes. better. Whatever you have." I was about to text you. <laughs> I thank you. It was perfect timing. We are simpatico. Um, but yeah, no, Rat Trap has a little um update for him he's got he's got some news uh and it turns out uh elita has been approached by our the only married news team in the tri-planet area <laughs> for an interview i i love this because i feel like we never see them holding a boom but now it's, we got a boom she, in the shot like we, <laughs> boom in the shot we do have a boom in the shot um well because of course yeah uh circuit has the uh the microphone in his thumb Right to to boy run, and um, but I, because Alita is about double so his big. size. Uh, I'm, I'm, I mean, obviously what? everybody knows. I'm like, oh, that bot is massive. I'm into it. But like, I'm can especially we talk about excited about how great it. she looks here. Oh my god, she looks stunning. I'm these so fucking like broad ass shoulders and her fucking warrior look and this yeah. fucking polished ass armor. She cuts such a dashing figure. Um, and even and I, I love that word. We haven't even gotten to what she's actually saying here. We're just like right. let's yeah. let's just admire how just stunning and just her. Not even I don't know. Just imposing I would say we should not break a a politician down to what she is wearing, but we do that with pretty much every one of the books. So I feel like we, we oh certainly this is not about her right. being a female identifying robot this is about her just looking fucking killer <laughs> yeah buffed as hell yeah even, even starscream is not this shiny right now no well and yeah what a great like she's great shades of pink like i exactly. i'm impressed with this color work it's beautiful it really is just very very pretty and very well done um and yeah, she's huge, and it's great. <laughs> Give me more massive robot ladies, please, and thank you. Uh, and and our our only married news team is of course saying like, so you saved everyone forever, and we all owe you our lives. Is that Your correct? Titan saved everybody. That was right. you, right? We love you. And she's, she's like, like mm -hmm. well, I don't want to brag, but yeah, you'd all be dead. Yeah, that was me. That was me. I did do that. You're um, very welcome. And they're like, so why was Starscream trying so hard to kill you and? ruin all of our lives forever and she's like you gotta ask him babe i can't <laughs> that's a question for him i mean right. i was just doing my job this so this was the other thing that i was like holy shit this is gonna be amazing because finally we have someone who's like on Starscream's level in terms yeah. of being ruthless and being oh, capable yeah. in terms of politics. Yeah. Like, we know Alita's not in any mood to show, to like, to bow to Starscream. She's not, she's not threatened by him. She's not, you know what I mean? Like, she's... Right. 
she can take off. Well, she can't now, but like, yeah, it was like, I got my ship. I got my people. We are warriors. We know what's up. You do nothing for me. Exactly. And so like the, the rivalry and conflict between Starscream and Windblade was really interesting because Mm -hmm. that's a rival. They're both obviously capable. That's a rivalry between like totally underhanded, do whatever it takes, ruthless stuff. And then someone who is noble and trying to accomplish something. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Whereas Aelita is like, no, I just have different goals than you and I'm just as ruthless. Yeah. And I'll do it better. Exactly. Like, I'm super interested in seeing these two go head to head. Oh, which, yeah, in this book, it sounds like that's what we're getting here. Like, we're getting into exactly that, which is thrilling. I am so excited. I'm so glad she's becoming a bigger player in these books. Um, Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, she's, uh, she plays the card where, like, it was tragic what happened with Windblade, um, and she and Carson made a sacrifice, and, like, that's how she's spinning this whole thing, um, and that Windblade did it for the good of Cybertron, which, of course, is now immediately going to endear her even more, that it's like, oh, we all loved Windblade, so did Alita, this is, yeah, we, we feel for her. Also, look at her face in this last panel, she's so cute here. Um, (laughs) It's, uh, it's the first time we've seen her, like, purposefully put on a soft expression yeah which and i think that that's that's also why we had to spend a hot minute just like just going gaga over how she looks is because usually we see her seated on her baller ass like corpse throne throne, yeah yeah and she's like in shadow and she's like kind of you know she's she's pulling strings from afar and we're not we never get too close and here we have her standing tall and proud um like amidst other people so we can see circuit teeny tiny next to her and (laughs) she's glistening in the sun and i think that was another like reason why i was like oh yeah we're not used to seeing this this is great she is the the queen is on the chessboard now hell yeah i'm into it uh Uh, and and she's totally like playing to the camera like you said Mm -hmm. and like yep we're gonna rebuild cybertron and i need you to help me everybody and we're gonna do it together and like clearly vying for public opinion here Uh uh-huh and starscream immediately sees this and is like hey get her here now yeah he crushes the (laughs) tablet that rat trap has given him he's like yeah like you said bring her to me right now and rat trap's like i don't know and i love it starscream hurls the tablet to the ground (laughs) and my note here i did now i have to reach over and get my book um uh what did i even write oh uh feroche starscream is hot is what i just wrote that's just he's getting a little feroche and i'm into it i like this like not holding back yeah because he's again he's very much you know a a shadow kind of player he he smells the challenge here yeah he knows exactly what's going on because this is something he would do and has done yeah so he's lashing out in a bit of a bigger way than we tend to see him um and it's the same way, and I know you don't love him, um, and in fact, hate him, but it's the same way when, like, early on, when we started getting prowl flipping tables, which was not always <laughs> the norm, but, like, the first time you see him do it, I was like, oh, dip. Like, that was kind of hot, because usually, prowl does not get that, uh, uh, physically upset about things. He usually tends to keep everything in check. Uh, and similar here, I think Starscream kind of having a, a moment of a tantrum and breaking something and throwing it was... Uh, I'm, I'm going to make a super nerdy reference. There's a character in Do Naruto it. named Rock Lee who oh my God, I love trains him. with just weights on all the time. Right now, the weights are off. Like Starscream's Star ready to fucking get his hands around a throat. And what up? Up top, everybody who got that reference. High fives all around. <laughs> Um, and so immediately, don't worry, everyone, the cover is re- relevant. Mistress of Flame is right there. We get the best issue of the line, or the best is. line of the issue. She says, you seem distressed. And Starscream says, I'm sure you care very deeply about that, Miss of Flame. <laughs> I love him. I love him. He's wonderful. Miss of Flame. And of course, she's just, she rolls with it. She's not, she's, she's fine. Um, and... She and of course, and this is the moment we have to remember. She they mentioned this, uh, that she is acting in place of Windblade as 
the delegate she's for... on the council yeah yes she's she's here in place of windblade for caminus which is darling it's like funny and like cute in a way because she's this very again an imposing very uh widely respected and revered figure and she's like yes i will go sit in on your book club for you right. i will be happy I'm, to do that i'm just temporary don't don't <laughs> mind me don't i'm just i'm at the same level as all of you just don't even we're all equals here what what were the minutes from last week um <laughs> I'll, but, I'll I'll catch up on the message board. Go on ahead. I'll get there. <laughs> but so, uh, Starscream, she she's come to him with an issue, and she, he's saying, "Well, you're gonna have to wait because other things have come up." She's like, "But I mean, I'm I have I but I'm you know this isn't my real and, job, like, right? I, right? Like, <laughs> like you know, well, I guess like what? <laughs> I like run a planet, you know." And he's like, "Tough, <laughs> get in that room. You're a delegate right now, and I I need you to be a delegate right now." Um, and indeed he does. And she I, does. She, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> no, Alita shows up and Mistress of Flame is just there behind the desk. It's kind oh of gosh. adorable. It's Because so she's adorable. twice as tall as any bot here. Oh, God, she's so big. Like, Tigatron is the closest. And, of course, <laughs> even he is not even to her shoulders. Um, and, of course, then we have our widow teeny tiny... Division, who is, uh, we have a little tiny fire shot who then is just an itty bitty teeny yeah, boy. Just chilling and, over there. Oh my goodness. Especially seeing those two. <laughs> well, and the fact that they're all, I think the fact that everybody is behind Starscream's desk and there's just a chair in the front of it, it's just a very funny panel to me. I love everything about this panel. I don't know if it was supposed to be hilarious, but to me, it is hilarious. And again, we get, like, actually good Aaron Sorkin dialogue. Alita says, your rodent insisted I come here as soon as possible. He seemed to think it was urgent. <laughs> and Starscream says, oh, for once he did his job. <laughs> <laughs> Way to go. You did it. Have a seat. Uh, and he immediately is like, so what the fuck was that? And yeah. There's some like, stuff we gotta talk mean? about. And he's like, well, you guys know Liege Maximo, right? Right. He comes right out and says, why did you lie to me about having Legion Maximo aboard your ship? And properly, appropriately, Mistress of Flame is like, hold up, what? <laughs> you had who on your ship? Legion Huomo? I'm what, sorry, Maxima? repeat, because that does not compute to me. Maxima, uh, huh? <laughs> and, uh, and Alita, or yeah, Alita's like, I didn't, I didn't lie. The reporter didn't ask about him. Like, yeah, the answer is I've... it's none of your fucking business, pricks. Oh, she literally says just that. Yeah. And uh, poor Mr. Suflame is like reeling. She's like, hold on, hold on, hold on. You just let me know. I just heard that Liege Maximo has escaped. Or like, first of all, you had him. Now I know that he's escaped. <laughs> so she's just like losing it, it behind Starscream's desk here. And she's um, like, wait a minute. The Liege Maximo or a Liege Maximo? You guys have to. I know sometimes you guys use the same names. And I've been off Cybertron for a long time. <laughs> I'm gonna need just just horns. She like holds up her hands on either side of her head. Horns. That, that one, guy, the, handsome, the pretty one, very pretty, so pretty. And they're like, yeah, that's the one. You 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 got him. Got it in one. Uh, um, and Tigatron does say, yeah, Obsidian told us when, like Obsidian laid everything out for us when Windblade merged with the Titan. Uh, Carcer released Maxima before he died, and Alita's like, yeah, guess who did everything possible for her entire life to stop that from happening? Yeah, yeah, this is where she's like, okay, mm-hmm, remember how I told all of you, you can't have my ship, and no, he can't transform? That's because I knew all this stupid stuff would happen. Um, and Starscream's like, why didn't you tell us that? Like, why Right, didn't... he's like, let's all calm down and you can explain <laughs> to us why we shouldn't have you immediately killed. It's, right. Which, I mean, to his credit, he looks very, and again, you're like, <laughs> I mean, maybe he's just sleepy, but he's right. very stoic He seems diplomatic, here. yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's like, why shouldn't we let Cybertron know so that everybody will turn against all of you and get you the hell out of here? Um, and then Alita is like... All it's right, very time. wistful, and she's yeah. like, Starscream, do you believe in legends? Uh, and then she 
throws some wood chips into the fire and says, Submitted for the approval of the Midnight Society, She's I bring a... you the tale of Liege Maximo. And it, the, the camera pans in slowly to the flames. Right. And then a young Ryan Gosling plays Liege Maximo. <laughs> He's got he... just a, a headband with horns on it. <laughs> Uh, he was in one of those episodes. Go back, watch it. It's it's great TV, everybody. I would love to go back and watch Are You Afraid of the Dark? Uh, there you go. We'll have a stream sometime. Perfect. Everybody, bring a snack. Uh, and uh, we go yeah. into, like, really rad painterly art style here. Oh, God, it's gorgeous. It's gorgeous here. Um, and we can see... And everything looks so cool. We ha- we can see the lineup of Titans always into yeah. a bomb-ass lineup of... Especially when it's of powerful people, like the Titans. Or of the, the, the Primes, pardon right. me. Thank you. Um, Titans, also baller. But even more <laughs> baller, we are talking about the Primes here. We have right. the 13. Um, and um, she's explaining that... Uh, all the primes had their followers, and these right. were factions. It, Everybody were the, was. It was warring factions. It was Lord of the Rings. It was epic battles. Yeah. Everybody Maximo, was kind of versus someone. Right. Liege Maximo managed to build consensus among them and was trying to build consensus among the followers, but really was just trying to get power for himself. Yeah. It turns out because she's like, he was very, he had this silver tongue. He could, he could persuade people. He could get them to be on his side and build these bridges. And he did it amongst the primes. And then the primes were like, we can do this amongst our followers. But then, yes, it turns out within all of those bridges, he was weaving lies to benefit him. And right. that and... is how the, um, the kind of the team up of Liege Maximo and Megatronus. Megatronus happened, and they betrayed all the primes, killed Solus, um, and it all started. And so, and I really, so I really, really appreciate this because we knew we get a little bit more information. We shed a little more light on this history here because we knew Legion Maximo and Megatronus teamed up and like started the downfall of everything because they kind of backstabbed everybody, right. got Solus killed, and now we can see the way he kind of sowed those seeds initially was to. Uh, promise deceive uh, yeah yeah to 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 say hey we're gonna get everybody together we're gonna form a softball league it's gonna be great it's gonna be so cool sign up i just need you to give me like 200 bucks for team signups it's gonna Mm -hmm. be awesome and then he ran off with all the money took off of that money he's like we're gonna have Um, great uniforms i promise it's gonna be so sweet everybody choose your nickname right you'll be he's already chosen printed on the back yeah yeah it's it's going to be great. And um, I do want to point out at the bottom of, the, like, as if all these beautiful painting panels weren't beautiful enough, that bottom picture, I'm in love with that. Oh, the, yeah. Like, the whispering. Because he's already super gorgeous. Like, way too pretty. And then we have him whispering to Megatronus, and I'm like, I'm into this. You can make, like, buddy icons for you and he's a friend. literally, like, stroking his face and like, hey, I'm... Like, hey. Are we going to kiss? I don't lips. know. Do you want to kiss? Whisper. Yeah. Let's see what happens. I'm just going to hold your tell. face here and let's just turn this way. And then yeah, look, yeah. here we go. Um uh. <laughs> And <laughs> That's then, exactly course, what's happening we... in that bottom panel. Right. So shippers get them... your fic ready. I'm sure they've already started. Um, but then, yes, we have, oh, no, there, there goes Solus. No. And, um, yes, and this, of course, started the, uh, all of the, the awful things that happened way back when. But then I love it because Alita's like, she she kind of throws some, some shade here. And she says, unlike the rest of you, Liege Maximo's followers, a.k.a. us, my Carcerians and me did something about it. Not them, but their, right, their descendants then. of these people. Um, and so she's saying, like, Carcer and Liege Maxima were tried, and everybody knew that they were dangerous, so his own people decided... And, like, this is... We already knew all this, but it's it's cool to hear her tell yeah. and say, like, his own people were like, this guy did such an awful thing, we will put it upon ourselves to keep him locked up and make sure he cannot do this again ever and like take him far far away and just stay out in deep space where his lies and his uh deceit can't get to anybody and that's like you said we knew that but that like fills in a lot of pieces of like Mm -hmm. why was carcer so far out and why had it like been so self-reliant isolationist and it's because they were holding you know the world's greatest dictator in all of history yeah or at least right like the uh, uh if nothing else a puppet you right. know a yeah. string puller uh yeah 
his uh, silver tongue. They had to keep it. Shut that down. Shut that, that shit down. Get that boy in a box and keep him there. <laughs> do not let him out. Don't even look at him because if you do, he might just like wiggle his eyebrows at you and you'd be like, ooh, snap. And when Blade was like, mm, I'm going to let this guy out. I'm going to let him out. He seems harmless. Uh, and Alita is saying to the Mistress of Flame directly, like, your city speaker let him out. That was a mm-hmm. bad move. And Mistress and, Flame is like, well, I mean, we had to save Cybertron. Yeah. And then Alita drops a bomb and makes a very good point. She's like, yeah, she did, but for how long? How long yeah. is that going to work? Because guess who's out? Liege Maximo. Guess who's not going to let this just sit and be chill? Liege Maximo. So He's like, not going to yeah. be nice. Nah, he's really not going to be nice. So, like, yeah, you guys stopped all these titans. Great. Great job. Uh, guess who's free? A prime. He's not uh, Liege Regulo, guys. He's no. Liege Maximo. It's right in the name. I don't know how you guys are not hearing this. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, she's... And that's essentially... This is the threat as she sees it. And then, finally, Tigatron brings up a question that I've had for a while. It's like... Well, why didn't you just tell us that? And she's like, because you're all idiots who would tell everybody who would try and get him out. <laughs> she's like, listen, I've heard Obsidian has come back to me with some of the hot goss from your guys' council <laughs> sessions. Uh, no way in hell was that going to stay under wraps, okay? And she does make the good point in that, like, either someone here would have wanted to free him then. Right. If everybody knew, if anyone knew, somebody somewhere would want to then get aboard Carcer and let him out. So there right. was no way and I mean, she was trusting anybody else with this information. And she's right, because, like, mm-hmm. even after Windblade knew, she still did it. Like, she's like, mm-hmm. well, I don't care. We need to save Cybertron. So, like, yeah. even if she had known that ages ago, she still would have been like, I'm going to go on and I'm going to get Carcer. Right, I need Carcer. Like, right. I need to, we need we need another Titan. Absolutely. So, yeah. Uh, and Girl's she has the, the bomb-ass line of, I saw no reason to risk trusting you, and I see no reason now to regret my choice. Oh, she's great. She's uh, great. Starscream, you should feel threatened by this girl, because <laughs> damn. Especially because she continues, like, now that that's all in the clear, let's actually do something about this. Yeah. Yeah, she's got a plan here. And she's like, listen, Liege Maximo is going to come back. And he's, like, not going to, again, he's not going to be chill about it. He's not a chill dude. He's not he's- Liege Nisimo. No, you guys, again, it's right there in the name. And um, and she's saying he doesn't, he's not going to care if it's me and my people, if it's you and your people. He's coming after everybody when he does. Um, and she's saying if we rebuild and if we come together as a united Cybertron, that is our best bet here. Right. It's the only way to help. He's going to divide us and we can't be divided. And we need to prepare Iacon, we need to rebuild Kaon, we need to get everybody together. I kept my forces separate from you, but now you need to bring your forces in, because otherwise he will kill us all. Uh Uh-huh. That's that's the deal here, everybody. Guys, he's Um, not Liege Satchmo, the legendary saxophonist. I know that's what you're thinking sometimes when you hear his name. You think, oh, jazz. No, don't think that. Not him. It's Maximo. him. It's Maximo. How many times do I got to tell you? She holds up a picture she's drawn of him. There's an arrow that points to him. It says M-A-X. It's like spelled out. (laughs) Uh, And then, of course, we have the council members kind of responding to this and... um, Moonracer's saying, like, I mean, yeah, she's, I, I'm with her. Like, Moonracer thinks it sounds good, but Tigatron's like, I mean, but they did lie to us and keep right. some stuff from us. And she's like, oh my God. We <laughs> have we not been kinda, punished by losing yeah, everything like, we have. Right. Cause yeah, Tigatron's like, I mean, retribution? I don't know. Maybe we should like punish them. And she's like, oh my God, we've been punished enough just having to deal with you people. And now we have to live on this planet. Oh, my God. We've been punished. Trust me, Tigatron. <laughs> if you saw how cool Carcer was and how much this Man. place sucks, you would know how much we're being punished right now. It was just, if anybody listening has been on, like, a luxury cruise, that's how, like, just imagine that's Carcer. Like, you're just partying all the time in um, space And on also a space death metal because it was rad yeah. and wild up there. Right. It was like a luxury cruise, but like super metal. Like a luxury cruise to the pits of hell, which is like yeah. a pretty good Death Clock album. Yeah, um. I love it. Another show idea. 
And, in the and bag. I love it. Uh, and so we have sound, or sound wave. Jeez, I always do we that. We wish. Um, Starscream is saying, hey, yes, you're depending on us now. And the only reason you're able to do that is because we were depending on you and you turned your back on us. You brought us to the brink of extinction twice. And I'm not going to let you become a public hero after that, which like pretty reasonable like thing to Absolutely. do. Absolutely, Yeah. No, you, you, it's God, this is why the, these books are so compelling because it, everything has so many angles that there isn't any clear answer. And we've been saying it for issues now. We're like, Starscream continues to have really good points. <laughs> exactly. And like you feel for this dude, and you're like, no, I get it. Like I, I'm with him. I, I, he's not wrong. And again, he's not wrong here. She, like, this is nobody's clear victory. This is a very bad thing happened that like potentially could have. Like nobody's in the clear here, and she certainly does not deserve to take the, uh, the mantle of being the hero of everything. Right. And so Starscream says, we're going to tell everybody the truth. And she's like, oh, you really want to walk down that road? Because there's a lot of truth that doesn't really help you guys. Yeah. And she points out that she's like, again, uh, uh, okay, so if I put everybody in danger, again, it was Windblade who actually did it. So, like, then Caminus looks real bad. And, uh, like, if we are all just, if we're all, if, right. we're, if that's what we're going to get into, then we will never be a United Cybertron and you are shooting yourself in the foot. Uh, it's not Liege Taximo, guys. He's not coming to collect taxes. He's, He's coming not... to collect heads. Yeah, he's not mad that you didn't pay for the past two years. He's not going to do an audit. He's going to do a a assassination. I was trying to think of another A word. There you go. Whatever. (laughs) That's Uh, all right. We're rolling with it. We're rolling with it. Right. He's not doing that. And it's interesting because she used this exact same language earlier when telling the story of Leech Maximo. Like, there's either a upsetting truth or a Mm -hmm. helpful lie. And like... She's like, we can either all work together and keep this under wraps as a secret and actually get something done and survive Liege Maximo, not Liege Minimo, I've already told you this, or we can actually get this story out in the media and all of us can fall over. Yep, that's right. That's kind of what she what she's posturing here. And yeah, and even Starscream was like, you who's all about truthiness. Right. You, and, and he's still he's still on the angle that she's, trying to make herself look good <laughs> yeah by letting he this sees lie this happen. as a power play which it absolutely is you absolutely. know that like like that's the thing that it again it's so tough because she's not wrong like she sounds like she's got a good point here like all of this makes sense and you're like yeah yeah you, you being united is certainly better because that is in her history it was oh he united everybody by but sowed lies amongst the the unite the the unity and therefore it broke everybody apart and that right. was how the end came about um but if we can unite without those lies except for with this like first <laughs> tiny lie it's, it's so it's again yeah it's not a clear cut it's 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 the ending of Watchmen, where we make a giant space squid, which is to say uh-huh. Liege Maximo, to bind together every culture on the planet to help fight against an existential threat. Bingo. And you can publish Rorschach's journal and say, oh, look, it's all lies. Or we can actually band together to fight a giant space squid. Greg, that is such a good... <laughs> Well, like don't reference? thank me. Thank Alan Moore. Thank uh, you, Alan. Don't thank, thank him you. either, because he's a little weird. Yeah, fair enough. It, thank you. We're, we'll just bring it back. Thanks, Mirgrid. This is great. Thanks, Mirgrid. This is great. <laughs> but no, that is a very good comparison. That's a very good way of, yep, that if you are familiar with Watchmen, that's a very good way to be like, oh, that, yeah, that's kind of exactly what this is. Um, So that's. And, kind of the decision we're at here. Right. And Alita knows she's like totally got them. And she's like, yeah. I will leave this in your very capable hands, which yeah. I think may actually be a Watchmen reference because that is like the very last line is I leave it entirely in your hands. But um, Alita is saying, I'm going to go actually get some work done and just leaves everyone like slack jawed. And it's rad as hell. Oh, God, she's so fucking rad. I even love this super like tiny little touch of her like Holding clutching the side the of the frame. panel. Yes. There. Yeah. 
like yeah, going she's... into the gutter of the page. Yeah, it's very, very nice touch. Uh, slams the door behind her, and everyone's like, well, let's all pick sides. Yeah, they're like, okay, who's going where? Um, it is uh, just, I, I really, really love this this moment coming up here. But yeah, immediately they're like, okay. Uh, and it's very cute because Tigatron's like, all right, obvious solution. Like, we all know where we're going to go. And Fireshot's like, mm-hmm. And at the same time, they're like, we expose treachery. We keep this hidden. Like, they're right. both like, oh, wait, those are two completely different obvious answers. Um, and then, of course, we have Moonracer saying, we should tell everybody what's coming. And the Mistress of Flame is like, what? The, the people can know what we tell them. Like, we right. you are can... kind of in control of what how much they know. You can pursue the truth or you can keep everybody alive is what she's sort of saying here. Like, we can't say anything that's going to make everyone panic. Uh, right. And of course, and which, you know, especially with her, it's like she is coming from this as, as to this as a leader so she would have there's some weight there especially she's like oh, i know how this kind of plays out like you guys <laughs> again i'm just standing in i'm just a she's just a substitute here um <laughs> but then it gets super precious and oh, uh yeah. listen a fire shot you're real fucking cute he's leaned over because of course he's just like three apples high and he's leaned over starscream's arm and he's like all right, it's two to two, Starscream. You get to choose, and whatever you choose, we'll we'll back you up. And, and Starscream immediately is like, <laughs> yeah, right. He's like, I've been in politics long enough. I've said that exact same line. I know you're not going to back me up. But everyone's like, family photo time? Yeah, of course we're going to back oh you up. Good. I I love this panel so much. Because, yes, immediately all of them very sincerely are like, <laughs> no, dude, that's why we're here. Like, we're, yeah. we're here for you. Whatever you choose, we will back you up. And Starscream's face. This is your duty. He's, his, he's stricken with a face almost sacred. It's just, it's this, he's just... It's this look we, again, rarely get from Starscream, um, which will happen every now and again. And it's always so well done. Thank you, Sarah. Um, and he's just, he looks very almost shaken, very, not even, or like startled, like very taken by surprise that that was the response he got um, from all these cool, great, beautiful, adorable people <laughs> around him. Uh, yeah, he doesn't know what to say. So he just says, let me sleep on it, baby, baby, let me sleep on it. Mm-hmm. And uh, the other counselor, council members uh, leave. But of course, the mistress is going to hang back because, again, she's like, OK, I waited patiently. Can I talk to you now? And right. Like, she's oh, like, right. I know some something. power moves were just made, but I got some power moves to make. I got some more to throw on the table here. Uh, are you are you ready? And he's like, oh, yeah, I guess so. Um, and she she's absolutely here to uh, make some deals. And uh, she's like, all right, listen. Uh, whatever you're about to do. Right. She's like, you know, Windblade saved everybody, right? Yeah. Like, you you certainly have a choice to make here. But our girl did kind of save everyone. And he's like, okay, great. Why are you bringing that up? And she's like, because... And I do love it. She says, because your chief law enforcement officer, Ironside, and he immediately corrects her and says Ironhide, which (laughs) is, like... You would expect most people to do, but for some reason, coming from Starscream is very endearing to me. Right, like, it's very charming. He cared enough to be like, that's not his name. Um, and she continues, He's and she says that he is going to try Chromia for crimes committed here, and we would prefer if she was released back to Caminus. And Starscream rightfully is like, are you kidding me? She set off a bomb and confessed on TV. Like, like Everybody no. knows that she did a really bad thing. What are you even talking about? Um, and, ooh, power play. Because then the Mistress of Flame is like, all right, cool. Give me Menasaur and Swindle. <laughs> yeah, like. Like, okay, so she, she messed up stuff over here. They messed up stuff over on my side of the fence, babe. What are you going to do about that? That's a, that's a hefty, hefty, Ooh. hefty. So it is not wimpy, wimpy, wimpy. And Starscream, I love this because he, oh God, like he's pushed up against a wall here. Not literally, if only, but like <laughs> he's, he's up against a wall here and he says, you really want to do this to me now? Uh, but he's smirking while he's saying it because he's like, you are fucking me over here. And he's almost like impressed by it. Like it's that's admirable. Him. Yeah. He's like, okay, you. And he's yeah um she 
But she's she's completely serious. She's like, yeah, yeah I'm going to do that now. She's full on sick into it and saying mm-hmm. like, yes, Caminus, this yeah. is, yeah, Caminus needs this and you need Chromia apparently, so make it happen. And we get like a great fucking uh, like three quarter shot of her that's just awesome and rad. Oh God, um, she looks great. Yeah, she stood up from the chair and she's like, and she just tells him to make the trade. She wants <laughs> She's doing this, you are small time, like pointing at him there. I love it. It's Um, stunning. And he's like, okay, yes, I'll think about it. Goodbye. Leave, please. She's like, "Uh uh-huh. Always a pleasure. Bye. Uh, (laughs) He immediately just slams his face down against the desk. He's throwing a little tantrum. Oh, poor baby. Oh, Starscream. I'm sorry, darling. I feel for you here. Um, And of course, here comes his sweet... Right. Imaginary friend Bumblebee. Good old Bumblebee is like, I hate being the one to say I told you guys so, except that's all I do forever. Starscream, I have told you all of this. I do love it because this exact... <laughs> Bumblebee says something about a crown being heavier than you'd expect. He's talking about a <laughs> phrase on Earth. And immediately Starscream just looks up and says, I hate you. Which is hilarious. I love it so much. Like, that's all he's got. He's just like, I don't care. Bumblebee, I hate you. Um... <laughs> But Bumblebee's like, yeah, I've heard it. Everybody's heard that you hate them. We all get it. But and yeah. he's, he kind of like, he, he he's trying to appeal to him here. He's like, you gotta you do the right thing, buddy. Yeah, you can't give her Chromia and you can't let Alita do this. You can't tell this lie and you have to let the Badgeless go. Because yeah. Because those are all lying bad things and you can't do it. Uh, and Starscream says, it sounds like you just advised me to commit suicide three times over. Uh, Poor baby. I mean, it is all very heavy, huge stuff. Um, it is not... He very, very much looks like, but I don't wanna. (laughs) He says, you're right, his head is back down against the desk. I love that even, like, his cheek is pressed against his mouth. (laughs) He's very like, uh, I can't. Um, God, what good expressions. Bless. I love this issue so much. Um... But yeah, Bumblebee just, he's trying so hard here. He's like, Starscream, you can do good things. Like, you could do something right here. Um, But to Starscream's point, he's like, I, this is my advantage I have over Alita. Like, he still holds power here. Right. Choices he make, if he makes bad choices here, he can hold on to this deceptive power that he's got. Because, of course, he didn't even come to this power uh with any sense of <laughs> right he did kill metalhawk nobility yeah this has all been this has been a mess from moment one you could probably like write to megatron right now be like hey uh so just quick history on starscream he'd be like oh god and like just be like oh jeez, i can't even it's bad bad from the first moment okay uh and, but also and, i did love him right and he's laying out here exactly <laughs> like Aelita's obviously going to use this to take all of her, all like everything that I have, which is to say the combiners. Yeah, and that's, that's what she will get if he gives, if he keeps Chromia. Exactly, and yeah, like the Mistress of Flame is going to take the combiners. Alita's going to take all of my military force. Like I will have nothing by the end of this. Yeah. So, yeah, that's the only way he can see it is that and and I love it because he and I know I say that a million times in all of these (laughs) books that we read, but I do. I love it so much, you guys. Um, But he says, you know, that's all he's got. And if he like he just he has to keep his his play pieces here because he has to win this fight. And we can see he's very stressed. Like this is really like it's it's a heavy thing here. But yeah, him saying he has to win this fight and Bumblebee is like, you are making it a fight. Right. Bumblebee's giving the old, well, when you share your toys, everybody wins. Kind of, kind <laughs> you of don't have to there. fight the other kids. Yeah. Uh, and, and we see Starscream back in court looking uh-huh. down at this, this helpless little this bot. And the council's watching over and Bumblebee's like, I know you'll do the right thing. And he's like, I sentence him to death. Which sounds very much like a line from the 86 movie. Well done. Um, it is it is so sad. Right beforehand when Bumblebee looks so hopeful at him. <laughs> he looks uh, so genuinely looks crushed, Bumblebee so, does. So, oh, my note just says, heartbreaking. Oh, oh no, poor Luffy. I'm sorry, baby. You tried. You tried. You tried. Um, and it's then we cut to... It's hard out here for a bee. <laughs> 
And then we go to Chromia's cell where she's looking like a prisoner. Um, just kind of grab- they didn't even give her a chair. You guys, I know. Um, I love this exchange so damn much because uh, it, it Starscream approaches and she says, "Well, you're the last pot I expected to see." And he said, "I came to free you." And she's like, "What? What do you mean?" And he's like, yeah, "Well, I had to do that or give up two combiners." <laughs> like he's like, "I'm just playing a board game right now. Don't worry yeah, about me. Like just just follow along. Just try to keep up." Um. But yeah, he's saying, okay, I'm, you're about to be free. And he's got the mistress with him. So she, like, she's here. She's here to claim Chromia. Um, but he says, I can let you out if you hunt down Liege Maximo and kill him for me. And she's like, hmm, why? Right. Why do you need me to do that? Um, and he, of course, he's, he's, he plays to her first. He's like, I'll pardon you of everything if you do. Your crimes, the crimes you committed, pardoned. And she's like, great. And you, what do you get out of it? Right. Um, and he's and like, he's like, well, less officially, I get out of Alita's blackmail because she's trying to steal my planet and Maximo won't be able to kill us all. And she's like, well, what do you really get out of it though? Uh, and then it gets real sad and he, it gets real for a moment and yeah. he says, uh, off the record, he's doing this because someone who, somebody he knows thought that he could be better than he is. And the, that person was wrong, but someone that Chromia knows thought that she could be better than she is. And Chromia still has a chance to do that. Uh, and she, which accepts. is a, uh, yeah, it was a powerful play to make, a very yeah. strong. And that's one of those things where, like, that line, it's again, what a really great panel. And I really, really adore that panel, um, for a number of reasons. But, and knowing Starscream, and we all know Starscream, so we're like, easily he could be just, you know, he could just be right. He could be playing this down like a board game. Absolutely. So that could all just be a play. He could just be full of it and just, you know, paying lip service to her in this moment. And absolutely still a possibility. But I appreciate the look on his face along with the words, all of it, even if it is him bullshitting her, part of it is true. And he knows it. And like, right. that's what to take away from there. So even if he's just playing the game, don't worry, everybody. I know he's a, he's, he's a game, he's a game player here. Um, He's a schemer, but I, I appreciate the, the nuance of truth that we get, however big or little it is in that panel. Um, and then, yeah, he's, uh, he, he, he banishes her and then he asks her to be better for both of them, which <laughs> he get, yeah. duly, heavy. It's he's, really, really beautiful. I really amazing. adore the way that Starscream is written in these books. Oh my God. I love it so much. Um, um, I will say when he says, I hereby banish you from Cybertron, it reminds me of the end of every episode of MTV Crids where they say, now you got to <laughs> get the fuck out of my house. I don't think I've ever watched a full episode of MTV's Cribs. You know what, people? I, I feel like a lot of people miss Cribs. It's probably all on YouTube. That is a fun ass watch. Just give watch, <laughs> watch the Mariah Carey one. She changes outfits like 12 times in the episode. I admire that very much. It's a good pad, too. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. I would expect nothing less. So there you um, go. Starscream's waving goodbye to MTV and saying, sorry, but you got to get the fuck out of Cybertron. <laughs> and then he closes the door. Uh, there you and go, that, Yeah, there it is. Uh, that's issue nine. That's Brand issue nine. Week. Are all Look one yet? Uh, not yet. Getting We're working on now. it. Getting there. We'll get there someday. I believe in us. One of these days. Yeah, what a what a great issue. We got so much. We got stakes set up for the future. We got tons of political scheming and drama. We got all kinds of rad shit. All kinds of rad shit. Very, very cool. Yes, what a great book. And I've seen a lot of the a lot of the response I've seen has been very like all of the well, and I, mind you I don't like go check forums or anything. Um, but the the bits I've seen here and there about this book has all been very positive. Everybody's very excited about this title. So, and I'm excited yeah. to see that because it is so good. And I feel like for a while, it, it, some of the, you know, cause I know some readers only read certain titles and, um, and I get it. Like one is maybe more your jam than the other ones. Um, 
But I've always, yeah, obviously, like the reason we do this show is because it's like, no, they're all so good. Like, let's <laughs> talk about all of them. Yeah. Everybody, come on. I would come say, on and join our reading circle. Without question, that's one of my, my favorite issues of one of my favorite comics right now, Transformers or otherwise. Uh, nice. So it's good, good really, work. Yeah. Good on everybody working on it. You guys are fantastic. Keep killing it. Um, Speaking yeah, of fantastic people who are killing it. See that transition yeah. there? Got it. Uh, I love it. Uh, I want to say thank you so much to our good, good Patreon friends chilling it up in McAdams this week. Uh, yeah. David Cabrera, Jay Riley, Samuel Jacques, Jacob Stevens, the fifth virtuoso. Kyle Schaefer, Biddy Bot Jazz, and Elizabeth Jackalope. Thank you guys so much for kicking in. Thank uh, you. I'm buying you around. Yeah, let's 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 get a, a tank of NJX going. Oh hell yeah. Uh and I think that's gonna do it for us this week. We'll be back mm-hmm. next week with something. With Last Light. Issue yeah, five. Excellent. Perfect. That'll be a good one. Make sure you tune in, everybody. Hell yeah. Um, I I gotta say, I was I, we we've talked about you know episodes where we only cover one issue, but a I think it works really well. B I love getting issues uh, piping hot and fresh off the presses. And yeah, it's nice. We and I hope these it's, it's fun Wednesdays, for you guys. So. Yeah, yeah. So I hope it's fun for you guys too. If you've you know just read it, or maybe you get to Friday and you're like, ooh, I didn't get a chance to read this issue during the week. I'm going to read it now and then listen to my sweet podcast <laughs> where they're going to talk about it. Uh, maybe maybe that's your case. If so, I hope you enjoy. I hope it works for you. Yeah. Transforminauts, I don't know what to say to you this week. I did not think of that in advance. Transforminauts, uh, uh, what's better, a harmful truth or a nice lie? Uh, Transforminauts, uh, I see that deviant art post you made that <laughs> has uh, Evanescence listed as what was playing while you were listening. <laughs> what the fuck? I don't know what I said right there. I'm going to let it go, though. Perfect.